Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Wining with myself, Josh Divney, Lothario, Cad, and Semi Beardholder. Sean, over there <laughs> across from me, Sean Cooper, restaurant manager. I heard him almost fire someone earlier. <laughs> and uh, he's also known as the Wine Whisperer. Um, and we are your company for the next 43 and a half minutes. I also have a full beard. You do have a full beard. Well oh. done, you. I didn't even notice that grow back, actually, because I saw you shaved not so long ago. Anyway, this is not important. This <laughs> it's is a good beer. to know you pay attention to my face. I don't it? care. Uh, it's the Beer vs. Wine podcast. I, Josh, like a beer. Sean likes a wine. I do indeed. And we each bring a drink to the table to try and impress the other more so than their own beverage. We do. Let's get going. Oh, all over the f***ing cat. So we are back with another themed episode. It's probably how we're going to roll from here on in. Think of a theme and bring drinks to the table that suit that theme. Today's theme is... Festivals. Festivals. It's festival season. It is the great... The, the great the great British festival season. It uh, is. Thank we... you for branding it like that, because that means the views will have come. It would indeed. Oh, if only we thought to film this. Film it? Well, the views won't come, will they, if we're a podcast? Or the, the, the listens. How do you think people listen? I don't think people listen to the Great British Bake Off. It would just be like... <sighs> Lovely. It's not as good. No, but you'd also have the... Ah, my cake! Still a bit shit. Uh, So this is a themed episode. We have brought drinks to the table that suit a festival. Now this has meant we've had to go off-piece of what we normally do, because I haven't done a lager on this. No, this is our first lager. Um, So when we talked about doing this episode, Sean, you were like, hey, you could do something like a two-borg, because if you've never been to a British music festival, hey, that's fine now. But um, two-borg's the main bit. If you go to a tent, you're probably getting a It sponsors a most of the festivals. So. That said, you're an idiot because only fools drink two-borg at festivals. It's what, what like, well, no, white dads at wilderness drink. Well, no, you drink, like, cans of what what we've got here outside of the arena. But when you go into the arena, you're not allowed to take anything in I know, in I know. You. But I think this would be more drink of the festival than two-borg, even though it's sponsored by it. Right. So I introduce you to Tisky. It so- is a Polish lager... Let's do it. And we're drinking straight from the can. 
Oh, is there? I don't think there is quite as satisfying sound as that. I disagree. I think a can, a smaller can, a three thirty can opening sounds better. You think? Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but yeah, so Tiski it is a Polish lager. It's five point five percent. It's a little bit fighty. Polish beer is very big at the moment. They're very cheap. Uh, you can buy them pretty much every shop. So these will be in most people's little trolleys taking yeah. into festivals. They're this what year. about a pound a can, aren't they? Very about that, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to be drinking today. <laughs> that said, I have got a pint of ale next to it because I don't <laughs> want to be drinking too much because <laughs> it's, it's a bit. Got a pint of London Pride on the go as well. Sean, introduce your drink. Um, we have. It's called Most Wanted by One Glass Wine. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast before. We have, yeah. We featured it in a, a little feature. Because um, what else would you do in a feature other than feature things? Um, and it's a, it's a, well, it's a disposable wine bottle. It's kind of shaped like a wine bottle, but it's more like a, a plastic pouch. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't even think, don't even think of the wine bottle. I think that is misleading. It yeah. is, uh, it's a Capri Sun of wine. That's what this is. Yeah. Um, but and there's no straw. There's no straw. You just twist the top off. Uh, Should we so, do that now? So the I, I don't. Yeah, get twisting. I don't really believe Let's in this. Basically, it, it is only one glass of wine in a pouch. I think if you're festivaling, you're gonna want more yeah. than than one glass. You're gonna take a bag from a box of well, wine. Well, yeah. When well, yeah. For example, when I last went to a music festival, what people were doing is putting port inside of uh, Capri Sun pouches. Right, okay. That is too, that's too intricate. That's and taking that into the arena with them. Okay. Uh, but so... now, oh, I don't know, it's all gone a bit odd at the top. I don't know whether we're going to be able to actually get anything out of it. Well, you crack on with we it. We were planning on you, you drinking will... this straight from the pouch. I don't think you, drinking you... straight from the pouch is going to be just car- feasible. Just work it out. So basically, we've got a problem with the top. He's twisted it. It's like uh, fans of... It's like it, it. It's like you know, if you've ever bought Tesco Value orange juice, yeah, and you try and twist that open, and it's, not, it's that sort of thing. It's like a Tesco. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a carton. It's we should have taken a picture of it before you opened it. We'll, we'll take a picture of the wrapper. We'll take a picture. Of it's it. basically complete trash because there's only a glass in it, which I don't think is enough for anyone. The back of the picture, the back of the pack shows someone pouring it into a glass. <laughs> so if you're taking a glass somewhere, you may as well just take bring a, a bottle, bottle of wine. Yeah, uh, I think it's a complete farce. I think it's nonsense, and Sean can't even open it. Um, Pinch and tear, then squeeze pouch to pour. So it says squeeze it. Yeah. Come on, come on now. I don't think I've taught. I don't think it's I've it like either. I'm. It's, he, he's not great with his hands, and it is kind of giving me an instinct into what happens when uh, things go past 10 p.m. at Whining HQ, and everyone goes to their respective bedrooms because uh, we're not really two anymore. Uh, and bedtime. there's just lots of fiddling. Oh, he's he's jamming in. his finger in. Oh, uh, it's horrible. I've got, I've got it open. Okay. Um, it doesn't look particularly very pretty. Well, it's not um, about pretty. It's about festivals. But have, I think... a, have a drink, for heaven's sake. We're drinking straight from the pouch, of course, because pouring this into a wine glass defeats the purpose. It's absolutely mad. But admittedly, on the back, they can't really have a graphic of someone drinking from the pouch. Um, as, as a, do your familiar stuff now. Well. That means wine waiter, by the way. Um, I hate that I've got used to that word. <laughs> uh, it tastes like red wine, um, red fruits, um, a little touch of oak on the finish, um, quite a short finish as well. Um, not much else to say about that, but not really. How is it ranking against? I'm going to give you some just better or worse to these. Yeah. Blossom Hill. 
Um, better. Better than Blossom Hill. Yeah. Um, a fi- uh, a, an eight pound box of wine. I've never drunk an eight pound box of wine. So What's the price know. of box of wine you've drunk? I've never drunk a box of wine. <laughs> okay, great stuff. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so it's it's better than Blossom Hill though. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. this is actually maybe we've misjudged this because it's in a pouch and looks like it's trash. May, we've thought this is for like the cheapest possible solution to getting wine into a festival. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually well. No, I mean, someone it's, who likes I mean, it's, a bit of wine. it's quite interesting actually because there's a big. Um... There's actually quite a bit of a debate and a discussion in the wine industry about um, the validity of putting all wine into bottles and kind of like bag in box um, and wine on tap in restaurants and things like this is growing in popularity because wines that are meant to be enjoyed young should, don't need to be in bottle to be stored indefinitely. It's just they people don't. assume that they wine should come don't. in a glass bottle, but there's loads of valid options in terms of getting wine from kind of vineyard to your front door to your that's why i buy my wine uh, from tesco's in what are essentially the five gallon no the gallon uh, water jugs you know seen the red wine that comes in gallon plastic water jugs i haven't seen oh that, it's no. nice on the nose uh, so <laughs> those are the drinks we'll be deciding throughout the podcast what's better and at the end we'll decide not necessarily what's nicer but what's more suitable for the theme which is festivals although i am quite worried about the like the cardboard at the top here just getting soggy and well let me have some now clogged up with our spit yeah but we'll be back at the end to decide what's better or at least a mug so this is the second show from our brand new whining hq we decided to move into a flat together uh which is as dreamlike as it sounds i've been having a marvelous time it's actually been genuinely nice i'm not being facetious uh i it's hot in here though it's the first time i've lived in a flat it's hotter than a house uh, and I've been having anxiety dreams because of it. Have you been having these? No, I've been sleeping like a log. Like a log, really? Yeah. I have been sleeping very badly. I've been waking up. Oh, really? Sort of, yeah. Every, I keep having mad, mad dreams. Wow. Well, For instance. something going on in your personal life. No, nothing in my personal life. Uh, one of them was from my history. Uh, I had an anxiety dream about minstrels. And the dream what is... What kind the, of minstrels? Like chocolate minstrels right, from okay, Galaxy. Right, fine. Uh, it's pretty much... The dream itself isn't important. It doesn't make sense. I just kept sort of trying to hand someone a bag of minstrels and they just kept like somehow not getting into their hand. And it just became, <laughs> you know, it becomes frustrating. It's like one of those weird things. Uh, and I don't I, think I've ever had an anxiety dream. You never had... You, you've got so much to be anxious about. <laughs> so much. I can think about 90 things you should be having anxiety dreams about. This is why I'm so unhappy that some people just like... Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually really happy and fine and don't have anxiety dreams ever. I don't think it's a case of being happy and fine and not having anxiety dreams. I think it's just, I've never had an anxiety dream. Oh, I think I you deserve one or two. I can think of some examples. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm handing these minstrels over to someone. I can't see their face, uh, but we're both wearing purple. And I know exactly where this anxiety dreams come from. Where? Let me take you back, Sean, to the school that we both went to. Highcliffe Comprehensive. Yeah, that's right. We're working class heroes. Went to a comp. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've done all right for ourselves. Working, Sean's a restaurant manager. Working class he almost here, fired someone working like, class. <laughs> earlier on. I didn't a, nearly fire them. It sounded like he got, he got his daddy hat on. <laughs> it was scary. I was very <laughs> impressed. Uh, anyway, so um, <laughs> that's not important. So, yeah, take me back to Highcliffe School. Our uniforms were purple. Oh, of course. Yeah. Our uniforms were purple. Year, and this is when it clicked. Like, yeah. And then I thought, why would I be having dreams about minstrels? 
I had a minstrel experience. You had a minstrel experience. I think that that needs clarifying somewhat to someone who's just tuned in. I, <laughs> back in school, as now, was a Lothar. You, you've never been a Lothario. Well, I, I'm as much of a Lothario now as I was then, then. Yeah. Um, I was very interested in asking out many girls. You've, you've always had gr- dreams of being a Lothario. Sure, haven't we all? Um, but... And somewhat tried to act upon those dreams, but have always never really come to that much fruition. That is fair yeah. and true. Um, so, yeah, I had those same dreams as a, a, a young teenager in high school. And I thought, I fancy a lady, a young lady. I mean, I was young as well. <laughs> I should clarify that because I uh, don't want you to think this is all out of order. Um, we're <laughs> the same age, if anything, she's older. Um, but Boy. still under 16 at the time, so look at it how you need to. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Alice Gibson was her name. Do you remember Alice Gibson? I do, yeah. So, I'm like... I, I don't remember her face. I remember her, I remember the name. Oh, it's not important. I asked my friend, Danny Mail, who you... Well, my old friend, you know him? You yeah, know yeah, Danny. Yeah. And I asked him, Danny, because he'd gone out with a girl two years his senior, and I think done some petting above cloth wow yeah so is i was it like petting of the uh well, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. well we're not getting into this this isn't seedy town so uh i asked danny oh danny how do you impress a girl chocolate chocolate is the answer me being of humble origin <laughs> and only having a paper round that had nine papers per day rather than the 20 papers per day guys who weren't double um went and bought a standard sized bag of minstrels. I took it to Alice Gibson and it wasn't, what was annoying is it wasn't even like the shock of this weird long haired boy uh, taking minstrels to a girl with no explanation. Um, she didn't know what minstrels were. I think you know how sometimes you get these families that uh, like they don't let their kids watch The Simpsons, they don't let them have sugar. Yeah. I wonder if that was it. So I take her the minstrels and she's never heard of minstrels before. Literally no idea how. How can you not have heard of minstrels? Well, she hadn't heard of those type of minstrels. But then she goes, oh, like the black and white minstrel show. <laughs> it's like, why? In what world do you have no reference of chocolate minstrels, which are sold in every shop? She was from Sway in Venice. That was a bit of a quiet uh, new uh, forest town. Um but you have a reference of the sort of racist 50s Nine... bullshit oh, of no. the, yeah. the black and white minstrel wow. show. Uh, but yeah, um, that's why I've been having anxiety dreams, because of when I thought I could impress a girl with a 35p bag of minstrels. You'd impress me. They are nice, aren't yeah. they? You'd have like... given me a smooch. I, I, I love a minstrel. Yeah, um, so that's my anxiety dreams. Uh, if you haven't had uh, anxiety dreams, um, have you been up to anything else? You just bought a new bike, didn't you? I did, literally just now. I've just got back from buying a new bike. He's a racer. I bought a road bike. It's uh, it's, a, it's bright red. Uh, it has gears and two wheels. And it's a bit of a speed demon. That's literally the end of that story, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I'm worried that it's too fast and I'm going to fall and hurt myself. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, well, we're on festivals then. Uh, I have almost no festival stories. I've never camped at a festival. You've never been to a festival? I've been to a day festival, which I don't think really counts. I saw Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake got wireless, which I think right, was no. one of the best ones. It, but it's kind of like a gig when you go to those yeah. day festivals. Um, have you been to a festival? I have, yeah. No, you're missing out a festival that we've both been to. and, and uh, I definitely didn't camp. 
Um, and uh, we were the main attraction. Oh, uh, that definitely counts. What's that called? This. Oh, I, I can't even remember now. Sean and I were in a band in a previous episode of Whining. I've actually played one of our songs it was uh, written by Sean. Oh, that, Base- w- that was also that was my attempt of impressing a girl was writing an awful song about her. Yeah, well, so I, I've been to festivals like that, which last yeah. a day or aren't, aren't camping. Um, but yeah, I've never been to a festival, and you you have been to a festival. I've been so to maybe a festival you should enlighten times, yeah. me as to what it is, so I can actually get an so, idea of these drinks. So, so, so music, so music festivals. Please don't explain it from the ground up. A collection of bands coming together <laughs> over different, <laughs> different ten. Right. Okay. So you got friend. right. So you got you got bands and you got camping. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I'm not. no. But the the two separate the two things are two separate experiences. So it's the camping, which is um, a very much an acquired taste. So basically, you go see bands, and it's great. You go see some lovely bands. Albeit in slightly very large crowds with lots of people who are fairly drunk and kind of throwing bottles around and sitting on each other's shoulders and just getting in your way. Having just, fun. Just causing a general ruckus. I like Chilling to think out. Of it. Uh, a bit more of a ruckus. I did go through uh, Waterloo train station where everyone was getting ready to go to Glastonbury and text my girlfriend saying they're all hooligans. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've been to a Reading festival twice. The first time I went with my girlfriend, it was just uh, just the two of us. It was nice because we got very similar taste in music. So we went to go see the same bands, um, but then it was the camping, which was the worst thing because you just you know what tiny... camp were you in at Reading? Oh, uh, I can't green or something like if that. If you haven't I been to a, a British, fe- well, I think it's just at Reading and Leeds. They have different colours of camps, which yeah. are kind of like how serious you are. Like I think it's the red or the black camp. Like don't expect to get your tent back. Basically, I think we we're in the green camp. Yeah, I th- which I think is the softest. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Right. Um, but basically, it's just it's just twenty four seven noise. You can't sleep. People stamp on your head when you're in your tent. It's not an enjoyable experience. It's not fun. Um, but then the second time I went to a festival, I went for a, a stag do. Uh, it was my brother in law's stag. Well, my now brother in law's stag. Do. Lads, 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 lads. Yeah, exactly. Lads, That's what I thought it was going to be. Lads, lads, lads. 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 At the festival, beers, beers, beers. But uh, yeah, it was essentially like that. Um, Which is why you didn't like it. It was pretty much, yeah. So yeah, there was there was lots of drinking. There was lots of uh, beer bongs. And like I said, kind of uh, Capri Suns filled with ports. Um, and I was um, not really into it that much. Uh, so much so... The, why? The fir- why? What? Just because? Because uh, the people there? You hate your? You hate your brother-in-law? No, I don't. I was having. No, the people there were lovely. Don't it's do just that, that wanker sign. <laughs> why are you doing this? I'm not doing the wanker sign. He invites you to a stag do. I had a lovely and time on the stag do. I didn't even go to my own brother's stag do. Did you not? Well, no. that's even worse. I went. I went. To there the is stag an excuse do. for that, but just uh, just assume there's a perfect sort of yeah. good reason why I didn't. Like okay, fine. Um, yeah, so we're going along. It was just I'd, I'd had a bit of enough, basically. Um, it was it was it was lots of drinking, and I'm not kind of not that much of a ruckus individual. Um, so I made up a little excuse, and I went went off for a night. Right, what was your excuse? Um, that we'd just moved into a flat, and the landlord was kicking off about something, and I needed to go home and, and sort it out. You went home from the festival. I early. went home from the festival. 
Why didn't you just go? So here's my only... I, but I went home... Oh, it's got, sorry, lads. Uh, the landlord hasn't got my security deposit. Uh, and I, I know home... it's technically a weekend. And, uh, I went home... My, the bank won't transfer it any faster, but I just need to go and get a short allowance. I went home for one night, and I came back the next day. Well, here, why didn't you do this? Because from what I understand of festivals, which is little, pretty much the vibe is you go with friends, you inevitably just lose each other... And you go off and see bands on your own. I wanted to sleep. I wanted to sleep in a bed for a night. So now we get down to the crux of it. It's nothing to do with the laddiness. It's nothing to do with the festival. You can't I want, hack it. I wanted a shower You're and weak. I wanted to sleep in a bed for You're a night. Weak. All right. You're weak. Yeah. If if being strong means being able to sleep for three nights in a tent, being trampled on, and people urinating on your tent, then call me weak. Sir. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the antithesis of strong at all. I think people going through emotional trauma long-term things over a year or two i don't even consider people who can camp for three days strong so you're super not strong i just didn't enjoy it i just needed a good night's sleep in a bed and i came back the next day well there's an iron hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To the festivals. Yeah. Drinking wine and feeling fine because I drink Enjoying the wine? How about this? I am enjoying the wine. So much so, I think this is not a great wine, probably not even a good wine, but this is a better than okay wine. And I think you've kind of missed the mark with this. I think you've bought a pouch for middle class park goers in London rather than festival goers. I think this is too upmarket. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I wasn't looking at the mic there, was I? That was, that was <laughs> bad broadcasting technique. That's fine. I don't expect anything more from you. You're my humble Oz Clark. Oh, no, it's the other way around in that show, isn't it? I'm the... Oz Clark. I'm is... the bumbling James May? No, it's, it's kind of... It's the worst of both worlds, this show. Uh, you are the wine specialist, but you're also the person who doesn't know what they're doing. Hmm. Mm. We can look back on this. Anyway, yeah, so sell the wine to me. This is Sean's time to impress me with his wine. Uh, so... Um... There's not a huge amount to say about this wine. Oh, God. So I thought, why do you use my words when we can use the words of 
One Glass. Which we should explain is the people who make it's the this brand. One. Yeah, yes. yeah. That should um, be your job, I helped you out there. So, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, think, I just think do it rather than asking if I'm ready for everything. This isn't uh, intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> your fast track to a journey through some of the world's most wanted wines, old favourites, new discoveries, all classics. Wine is our passion, and you'll find the wines you need to know in our most wanted range. We've done the hard work so you don't have to. Pour, sit back, enjoy. Does that sum up uh, festival drinking to you? Not at all. No, it doesn't. No, really, it's really it? bad. And the, the no. wine's quite nice. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, Malbec from uh, Mendoza in Argentina. Um, Who do good Malbecs in Argentina? Um, yeah, it's one of the world's, it's one of the most planted, I think it's the most planted grape variety in Argentina is Malbec. Uh, it's actually in, it's actually a French varietal um, mm. at home in uh, Bordeaux and also the southwest of France where it's known as Cote. Um, and it was brought over um, to Malbec some time, um, brought over to Argentina some time ago and it found favour there. Um, Mendoza as a, as a region, um, it's, it's well suited to Malbec because it's it's quite sunny, but it's there is quite a bit of elevation in Mendoza as well. Um, so that's what you want from regions where things are hot and warm. You want um, either it's a cooling influence, either uh, breezes from the sea. The sea, or, yeah, it could be a sea breeze. Or ele- I'm learning. Or elevation. I I'm think learning. we touched on this before when we had the. Um, we had, do we have an Argentinian or a Chilean Chardonnay on <laughs> I previously? Don't know. Yeah, this is my nice job. Though, I remember that. Uh, yeah, this wine is nice. I think that pouch is for nicer drinking than a festival. But then I ask, what is its very purpose being in the pouch? Because you can go to M&S, you can go get those plastic glasses that have the foil on top. Yeah. They're a bit less practical, but if you're just taking them to a park in the sun, they're fine. You could take a bottle and pour them out into one of those flip-out cups you get. I think it's more for... um... Oh, uh, it says it can have it on the go, and it's a picture of a train... Um, so I'm assuming train not wine. when you're driving. So they train. are. That's what they're they're trying to get involved with the the M and S the M and S train booze market. Train booze market. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of my most prescribed two markets. <laughs> it's a great thing. Yeah. Lovely. Um, is that all you've got to say on your wine? Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's leave it at that, shall we? Um, it's eight hundred and seven. It's eight one hundred eighty-seven milliliters, two point two units. I think best leave it there. Yeah. Don't drink it when you're pregnant. I really, really want you in my mouth From then on there, roll, we'll head on further south Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh it's wine, drinking it's fine Okay, so here we are, it's my time to try and impress Sean with my beer The theme is festivals Lay it on me Josh We're drinking Tisky I um... Which has got to be one of the most, I would say Strongbow, maybe I should have done Strongbow. Now I feel like an idiot. I think... No, but it had to be a beer, didn't it? It had to be a beer. Polish, uh, do you not think... Let's not get into that. No, okay. Um, I think Polish beers are going to... They're going to be huge this season. I do not want to get into your views on all things Polish because this is a family show. (laughs) That makes it sound like I'm a racist. Why are you saying things like that? I'm not not saying I'm not implying anything. Anyway, let's let's, let's, let's hose down this fire now. Let's hose down this fire, please. Uh, Not that there is a racist fire. Why have you done this? You're <laughs> such a weird guy. He do things like that to me all the time. I can think... Oh. <laughs> okay, right. Let's get on with this. Um, so, how I've gone back to my scripted beer cell. 
for this week. Ooh. So what this is, is I don't know much about alcohol technically, so I can't really talk it up to Sean as he can his wine cell. So what I like to do is tell a story about Sean that kind of involves him and makes him empathise with the character so much that when we come to the end, Sean wants nothing more than a cold, refreshing beer. Because I do maintain that beer is more refreshing than a glass of wine. So, are you ready, Sean? Do you have your lines? I do. Okay. Um, the, my lines are open. As usual, I will point at you when I need a line, and let's get going. <clears throat> tap, tap. Tap, 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 tap. Oh, my God. Is that what I think it is? And indeed it was. The postman delivering my copy of Nerds Quarterly. <laughs> the only publication especially for dweebs. <laughs> Extra large font? Check. Space fiction trivia? Check. And a free inhaler with every copy. <laughs> I don't need an inhaler. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then it wasn't what Sean thought after all. It was, in fact, the hefty rain of Reading smashing into Sean's tent canopy. For he had awoken at the Reading Festival, and just in time, his bowels had inflated to tectonic proportions, all after eating three buckets of fried chicken the night before. Comfort eating, you see. He had seen one of his, well, one of his friends, his only friend in the whole world, Josh. And what a handsome friend. Exactly. He had seen his friend Josh snogging and necking Sean's own mother before the two lovers then threw Sean out of the tent for further intimacies into the sodden night to find his own shelter. A.K.A. 16 bags for life stitched together with loom bands. Or as Sean called it, my tent. No time to waste. Sean catapulted himself towards the toilet. It grew closer, as did his movement below, like a slug working its way to air. Sean knew he he had limited time. But as he approached, so did a collection of new mothers and pregnant women. He almost collided with the closest outside the toilet door, an effervescent young lady with fire red hair. Hey there, hot buns. That's a little sex with Sean. (laughs) You shouldn't really use that like that. Ed, okay, let me, carry, let me carry on. I'm just, I'm just reading the lines you put in front of me. I'm just saying it sounds a little... Okay. You guys go first. That's the polite and right thing to do. And as a kind, generous young man, I'm happy to wait. Mm, lovely. The queue lined up and slowly sunk into the long drop. Hours and hours went by as further mothers joined the back of the queue. After three more hours, the first lady Sean spoke to had rejoined the back of the queue. Would the cycle ever end? He felt close to explosion, like someone was inflating a balloon of viscous gravy inside of him. His organs were screaming in agony, pain, searing pain. He insensitively thought, I now know how all World War II veterans felt when they were injured in combat. (laughs) Sean, that's so out of order. Our heroes that made this country what it is today. And Again. you're saying that because you needed a poo. <laughs> Again, you... I'm just reading the words that are put in front of me. Yeah, but I wrote them as your character. This is you. This is what I think you would say. So it's you saying them. It's not me saying you're it. You're such is it? a... That is such a terrible... Those veterans gave so much. I'm sure they were also holding in a bowel movement as well. So probably in quite some discomfort. Well, that's your own foul little joke. <laughs> so you've actually made it worse there. Um... As the queue ended, Sean spotted something foul on the horizon. It was his ex-friend Josh, wearing a cape, crown, 
and walking on two massive stilts he had fashioned. <laughs> he was singing the song, King Josh, King Josh, King Josh, King Josh, everybody seems to love him. The man was armed with a hessian sack brimmed with burritos, and he began force-feeding them to Sean. One, two, three. They lined up and stacked in his gullet due to a lack of room inside. And as the evil king finally finished, Sean smashed into the toilet and landed on his personal throne. But something twigged, both in his mind and below him. The king stilts. Where did he get the wood? Fuck! <laughs> as Sean fell into the weekend's waist below and immediately felt the fecal uh... level around him rise up and consume him whole. The sound from outside slowly becoming more muffled. We love King Josh! We love King Josh! We love King Josh! Hours later, he was once again on terra firma and a can rolled to him. He took a sip. That would hit the spot in that scenario. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Do you know what that means, Josh? Can you hear that noise? I can. That means it's time for wine news. It means I get to sit back and drink beer for about four and a half minutes. Right. Are you ready for this? We have three stories this afternoon. Um, So, first up, UK wine industry votes for single representative body. How does that make you feel? This sounds so dull. It's not. It's the United Kingdom Vineyards Association that English wine producers have voted to merge to form one single industry representative body. Which is quite important because it's like the, the French have this, Italians have this. Yeah, because they make wine. We're, England, we make What's wine this going to be three well? guys in a shed in Norfolk saying, Lovely wine, Steve. I well, think you should put this on the label. Well, for a start, most wine is made in the south of England because it's too cool up north. So I actually meant Norfolk, Cornwall. It's a tiny village comprising of 300 people. Yeah, sure, whatever. God, I hope that place uh, exists. Can you imagine if that exists? <laughs> Norfolk and That'd Cornwall. Be off my tits on joy. Yeah, so um, Simon Robinson, owner of Hattingley Valley Wines and current chairman of the EWP, has been appointed as t- chairman of the new trade body. The UKVA, uh, which is the UK Viticultural Association, I'm assuming from the uh, letters. Yeah, well, you could guess, couldn't you? I mean, the registered address for that corporation will inevitably be his little uh, house in Surrey or something. It'll be in Surrey or Sussex or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next up. Something about a, a drink that is dear and close to your heart, Josh. So there's a, there's a second story to this news, meaning that it's going to be less important than what we've just heard. Yeah. Interesting. Carry on. Um, Prosecco. Mm. Now you've said a word that, well, it's mostly... Carry on. Reports of Prosecco-related crime are on the rise. You've got me! I'm off! <laughs> No, just joking. I abide by most UK laws. Uh, Apart from when it comes to Prosecco. Uh, What's the problem? So basically, um, it's it's in Cambridge in particular. Um, The increase in popularity of the Italian fizz Prosecco has revealed the UK's latest crime statistic. Uh, Prosecco consumption has now been linked to over 40 crimes in Cambridgeshire, with police likening its threat to strong lagers. 40 crimes? 
Yeah. Wait, so this is people stealing Prosecco or Prosecco fueled crimes? It's Prosecco cruel fueled crimes. How do they know it's Prosecco fueled? I don't know. It must be from statements and things from crooks. Right. Okay. So this is just the people of. Why did you? Why did you? Do, why did you break that window? Oh, I had a bottle of Prosecco and I was a bit tipsy, sorry. Right, because I assumed it would be people stealing Prosecco, which is probably due to the high punting. People like a punt and a Prosecco. No, it's because um, it's about p- a, bo- a bottle of ice. Prosecco is about £6.50. Um, and it's quite cheap and it will get you drunk. It's not, it's not as cheap as wine, but it's lovely. Mm. Um, is, that, is that it? <laughs> That's that wine news story. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit lacklustre today, isn't it? It's not great, is it? It's rare on BBC News that the cameraman has to prompt them for the next story. Yeah. Is that it? Is that it? Uh, God, I wish I could think of the name of a BBC uh, newsreader. Hang on. Dermot O'Moynihan? I think he's BBC. Continue. Rapper Tiger backs 24-carat gold-flaked sparkling wine. 24 carat, so like gold yeah. Saga, uh but for wine. Yeah. So it's it's called Le Grand La Vie Dorée, or The Golden Life. Um, it's a sparkling wine made from 90% Chardonnay, 10% Aligoté, and a rosé made from 100% Pinot Noir. Both are bottled with flakes of 24 carat gold. That sounds genuinely really horrible. Really, really nasty. Um, the grapes to make the wine are grown in Burgundy um, and therefore not actually champagne despite Tiger describing it as champagne oh really so he's breaking yeah. some rules um, no he's probably just confused because it's bubbly he's calling it champagne okay um, on uh, wrappers with uh, wine I just want to quickly chip $95 in $95 a bottle that's too much wow that's expensive uh, want to quickly chip in with this isn't a new news story but this is one I know personally um, it's like personal news it's when it's basically like a newsreader telling you an anecdote about things uh, which is rare but rapid through life uh, likes to have his cereal with rosé who's true life I don't know him personally I don't even know who Tiger is to be fair uh, but I think that's just because we're out of the loop rather than is Tiger the one who's dating one of the Kardashians I okay we're going to stop this now because it sounds like uh, a Rotary Club <laughs> meeting so uh, that's the end of wine news So the end has come. Not of not of the world. Don't panic. Put down your key to your prep shelter, which hopefully all of you have, or have at least thought about it. Have you thought about how uh, what you're going to do in an emergency? Well, we haven't got a prep shelter. I have a prep shelter. Where? It's only my personal little thing, but I've got it sorted. Where is it? I'm not going to tell you, am I? Well, where is it? For why, when why bloody Kim, Kim Jong-un throws off his... Throws his missiles. <laughs> throws his nukes at us. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of satirical well, cartoon. He's got, he's got quite some arm, that Kim Jong-un. He can, he can throw a missile across an ocean. He's a big boy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to tell you when that happens, because you're going to be wanting to get into my shelter. But uh, let me tell you, Sean, there is a can of Heinz tomato soup somewhere in this house that is not the kitchen. <laughs> Need I say more? Um, just under your bed. Anyway, please do not panic. We've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, Sean, 
What's your thoughts on the drinks? Let's, as a reminder, we're drinking, with the theme is festivals. We've uh, both picked alcohols, soup festivals. I've brought a tisky, and Sean has brought uh, uh, one glass Malbec, which came in a pouch. Uh, it did come in a pouch. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the drinks? Much like a kangaroo. Um... <laughs> I wasn't laughing. That was a cough. I just want that on record. <laughs> um, so I, um, I, th- I thought the the wine was fine. You know, it's it's, it's adequate. Um, it's it's okay. It's not a it's not a great wine, but it was. I mean, this is your drink. You're trying to win. Um, oh, it was it was fruity. It was tasty. It was delicious. Um, it was rounded. Had a little bit of oak. Um, yeah, no, it was it was it was alright. It was it was it was a nice wine. It wasn't it wasn't horrendous. Um, and the tis- the tisky was uh, cold. It was cold, which is probably unrealistic in the circumstances. It's gonna be warm at a festival, isn't it? Oh yeah, so there'll be a bit more flavour there. Uh, you're sat watching. From what I can tell of uh, band lineups at festivals now, it's largely people I don't know. So I'm and people I don't want to see. So I'm gonna say someone like the Cortinas. Like, you've heard of them. Mm. They've been on Radio 1. What are you going to be drinking? What is your pick for today? It would be the Tisky. It would be. And mine would be too. So it's a Josh win. Well done, Josh. Thank that's you very like much. Deal. You don't sound very enthused about that. No, well done, Josh. How does that make you feel? Mm, there's been too much direction needed for you today. I think we're going to put you... Yeah, yeah sorry. I've been at work this there. afternoon. I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but it may shock you to hear that this weekly podcast that gets upward of 20 listens per episode is not yet our full-time job. Um, but yeah, th- thank you for listening. As always, it genuinely means a lot. And uh, we are over 20 listens an episode now, which... Sounds like absolutely nothing, because in terms of podcasts, it absolutely it is. is. But that does mean that uh, this bullshit that Sean and I chat uh, for sometimes like close to an hour, that's 20 people actually wasting an hour of their lives, um, and we only know about 90% of you, so to those two people out there, hey, great to have you on board. We can't thank you so much. Give you three... hour back, so uh, thank you. Yeah, do go follow us at uh, WhiningPod on Twitter or Instagram. Um, and we'll be back again next week. Don't touch that dial. They, they won't, will they? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.